Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast of Supply Study. I'm Karthik Silvaraj and this podcast series is created to share knowledge on logistics and supply chain module. So there are a lot of ways that we can uh, share knowledge and it can be enabled as well. But I personally believe that it is done best when we hear it from the pros. So today we have such a person who is a senior WMS consultant, a great colleague of mine and a dear friend as well. So allow me to introduce to you Mr. Gaurav Gulati. Mr. Gulati is an MBA graduate from the prestigious IIM Tirchi, and he holds a BE from MNIT Jaipur, majoring in metallurgical and material engineering. Before his MBA, he was working with Jindal Stainless Limited as an associate manager handling production, quality, and implementation of SAP. So post his MBA, he joined Ramco Systems and currently he is working as a senior WMS implementation consultant and his work spreads across the globe and he has performed implementations of variety of warehouses in USA, Australia, India and Philippines. So apart from work, he plays a lot of sports and I personally know this. And uh, <clears throat> I just want to finish this introduction with one last thing. He's a huge, huge Liverpool football fan. And uh, that has been the only area of conflict between both of us. Uh, so jokes apart, so uh, I would like to thank uh, Gaurav. Gaurav, thanks a lot for joining with us here. And uh, congrats. It's, it's a great week for you, right? Like uh, Liverpool finally lifted the EPL trophy. Yeah. Thanks, Karthik, uh, for inviting me to this podcast. And yeah, like it's a huge week for us as we have lifted the EPL title after almost 30 years. So, yeah, it's a good week for us. Great, great, great. It's a good start. So, Gaurav, uh, before we uh, start on the actual topic of discussion, right? Like, I, I uh, want to start with this. So, why logistics? Like, uh, what made you think that this is going to be for you? Can you just share us your journey to logistics? Yeah. So, after coming straight out of the post-graduation, I joined Ramco Systems. So, so being from an operational background and worked in Jindal Stainless Limited, so I have I had like some idea like how logistics work because we were also uh, sub, we were also uh, like planning uh, to build a logistics product there, but we implemented SAP uh, since we were implementing SAP across the company. So I had like some knowledge from there, like because we were also transporting the final product to our service center or the customer and how we were storing the finished products and transporting them. So I had some idea from there. So since I was not involved in the technology in my previous company, I took this offer and I wanted to explore the technology, like how technology helps in logistics. So yeah, like it, uh, this journey has been like immensely rewarding. Like, and it has been uh, like the learning curve was steep in the first few months, but it has been increasing proficiently with the experience and coming straight out of the MBA, like, and with the fresh perspective of the industry, it has allowed me to push the boundaries after being working with the, one of the like biggest client base we have. And I've like worked in Australia, Asian region and with US clients. And this has like given me a, 
overview like how logistics performs differently in different kind of business so we have like different log- like the logistics process uh, might be same in the warehouse but the strategies and the delivery part will be different in e-commerce in fmcg or a cold storage so yeah the journey has been good till now and planning to continue this journey till i am working in corporate great that's nice to know that uh, garov okay uh, i think now we can just go straight into our topic so today our topic of discussion will be on the various types of cost that is involved particularly for a three pier warehouse okay so my first question would be what are the major costs a three pier warehouse incurs like maybe you can list down us uh, uh, like a major components along yeah so uh, the major cost which are involved in 3pl warehousing are related to the the storage space so the warehouse space which the 3pl use so either it can be a rental cost or if he is owning he has to uh, make a payment for the capital expenditure which he is acquiring so one i would say the storage cost which uh, 3pl has to pay is one of the major components second okay. i would say is the handling cost so handling cost involves the labor the equipment which we are using for uh, handling the goods inside the warehouse uh, there can be like other handling charges like maintenance of the racks uh, of the docks and related equipments then the third i would say it's the administration cost so administration cost uh, includes the salaries which you pay to the clerks or supervisors and one more like i want to include here is like uh, the general welfare cost which uh, includes all the uh, water tea facility the food facility which you give to the workers that's that's uh, the four components which i would say like which uh, major which things. accounts for the like which accounts for the warehouse or i would say 3pl warehousing cost okay great so now so the you have listed four so from what i see is like uh, out of all this cost the storage space that you have mentioned right so that seems to account for the major cost maybe the storage and the labor but first let's focus on the storage so how do you think that uh, the storage like is it good to have a rented space or to have a owned space like how do you see that we can minimize or we can have this cost controlled so it depends on some factors like how 3pl is operating so generally 3pl will go for a rental facility as they want to be flexible uh with the business in which they are in so let's say if i have a contract with my customer for let's say 10 to 20 years so 20 years is a huge time so i would like to own my facility okay. but let's say if i have like small contract with customer and i don't have like a future outlook and the business looks bleak so i would like to have a rental facility so based on the judgment business uh, decides like to go for a rental or owned uh, facility and both has its own uh, pros and cons so if you are going for a 
own facility you have to pay upfront some cost which which will be a capex cost for you it might degrade or i would say uh, it might put a like huge cost upfront when we are starting a business on in case of rental like you have a flexibility like you can spend your uh, money on other parts like acquiring the labor equipments uh, you you have a, like a, let's say a rental facility but you can acquire equipments so i would say like it it would based on the uh, business and it's like 3pl's decision to go for a a rental facility or they can own model so even like in own model you have a total control but you should have a future outlook like if the business is not that much growing that might turn into a loss in the future and i also see this uh, uh, trend of uh, the all these startups are the it's being rented more than owned so that yep. as you mentioned they can split this cost to other uh, important things uh, yeah got that factor garo the second one was about the uh, labor or the uh, uh, the workhouse uh, uh, administration part so how do you see because we have got two categories like either you contract a labor on need basis or you have a permanent pool of uh, resources so how how does this two model work so based on my experience uh, it actually depends on the geography in which 3pl is operating so uh, in a geography like india like uh, you would always like to go for a contract labor because uh, that's the cheapest uh, they are the cheapest one uh, when you go for a permanent employee you have to pay a huge uh, sum of money while talking about the uh, australia region uh, here if you go with a contract employee they will be more expensive than the permanent employees so here uh, here generally like uh, people will try to give permanent option uh, to the employees and also it depends on how uh, how your business uh, is there so let's say if you are peak season so for that peak season if you are taking a contract employee in australia so there they will like to have some contract employees but let's say if your business is uh, performing well you would always go with a permanent employees here because contract employees can change uh, overnight so since you have a contract with agency you don't have a uh, contract with the employees so agency uh, provides you the resources so the resources can change every day and then you have to put on training uh, for them so that will also lead to a training cost if we go by india uh, yeah uh, there the contract employees would be better as you will get them at a very cheap price as compared to the own employees i i would say like yeah so it depends on the geography okay thank you so geography plays an important role in that thank you yep. okay garo uh, i'll move on to the next one so i i know that you have worked for a cold storage implementation so uh, so cold storage it involves a lot of uh, electricity charges that is involved so how has yep. that been accounted and uh, what if like uh, as a cold storage is mainly dependent upon this electricity and if it fails are they looking for any backup uh, generator kind of thing how does that work yeah like uh, the i would say like in cold storage utility is the most important thing so i would not say like uh, electricity is also important but water is also important 
because for okay. refrigeration you need water also okay so they are like more dependent on electricity and water I, yeah like in like you have to be sure like your warehouse is in the area where there are no power cuts so you have to make sure but yeah like uh, it's difficult like uh, to uh, mainly depend on that so you need backup generators uh, so in case of uh, power cuts the backup generator is on and that will save the condition of the goods because in you know like in refrigerated warehouse if the temperature goes down that might de- degrade the quality of the products being stored in the warehouse yes so yeah like electricity is the important part in refrigerated warehouse okay okay gaurav gaurav so uh, you mentioned a few other administrative costs so i'm particularly interested in one particular thing which is the security requirements of a warehouse so what are the cost involved in those things so in security cost like mostly it's related to the cctv installations uh, and its maintenance so generally like warehouse will monitor the facility through the 24 hour cctv facility additionally like if you want to place a security guard in the warehouse premises you have to pay for the salary and the welfare cost for him that's what uh, i would say and in security mostly it covers the cctv part uh, which helps you to monitor the warehouse 24 hours great so is it that uh, depending upon the goods that is stored in the warehouse uh, the number of securities or uh, these kind of implementation plays a part or is it common as a practice generally it's common as a practice uh, even because you are owning the goods of uh, customer like in 3pl does not own its goods so you you have yeah. a like ownership of the goods of a customer so you have to like have a like security check uh, because there are like a lot of like stories i heard that goods being stolen from the warehouse so okay. 3pls are showing into that pilferage cost so to decrease that they generally monitor the warehouse through cctv okay gaurav yeah okay okay gaurav uh, so the next question would be around the handling cost that you mentioned so in a typical warehouse i know there are a lot of pallets and uh, equipments uh, are involved so how yeah. does uh, this uh, come into the cost like how does that play a role again like uh, if equipments are owned and uh, or rented uh, it might come as a capital expenditure or operating expenditure if uh, let's say my equipments are uh, rent- rented so i'll have the uh, maintenance cost uh, against that or rental cost i have to also let's say the for the forklifts you have to charge the uh, equipment so you will have the utility cost also involved in that along with that you let's say if those are not chargeable you will have diesel cost i would say which uh, main plays a main role in running the equipments for pallet cost yeah like uh, generally uh, in generally 3pls will take pallets on rental so just giving an example in australia here there are like two pallet uh, providers chip and loscam so 3pls will hire the pallets from them and 
there are like uh, rental cost or higher cost uh, involved uh, but in countries like india like uh, generally the pallets are owned by the tpls and there the purchase cost will be involved and the re- repair cost because uh, when it is owned by a tpl they have to take care of the repair cost so yeah i would say like uh, these are the cost involved in the handling and the pallets or the tpl okay so this is also pretty much similar to our storage space so it has its own pros and cons right like that's what i understood yeah okay okay and uh, garav uh, the like currently we are living in a, a different world like the post covid world so there has been a lot of extra cost involved in nearly all the sectors so how does how, how is it affecting the warehousing sector so in warehousing uh, the only cost which has increased is the disinfestation cost uh, uh, post covid 19 okay. but if you talk about the logistics i would say the transportation cost has increased since uh, it has affected the other business also uh, there there are uh, companies which are doing transportation like they are not giving any guarantees on transit time so generally they will do a load share uh, when they are moving from one city to another city so in this case like the load uh, there, there is no load because it has affected other businesses also so it has increased the cost of transportation even if you uh, talk about india like the cost has increased because there is a rising diesel prices and even the manpower availability is less so it's like uh, how com- uh, like how much companies willing to pay for the transportation cost so there has been like a lot of dynamic pricing going on as of now post covid 19 okay okay uh, so garo this varying cost right like uh, ultimately uh, you you are charging the customers to which you provide the service so does that get dynamically changed based upon your cost as well so in 3pls uh, in warehousing site like uh, generally we have a contract for one year so we have uh, the co- so it depends on the contract what i have signed with the customer so uh, it can be uh, based on the number of uh, load i am receiving or issuing out so or how much storage space is utilized by the customer so it depends on the model how you have agreed with the customer so in storage side you can have a like a fixed storage cost or how much area you are utilizing so based on that you will be charged in handling side you can have like uh, a fixed cost like you have a fixed uh, handling cost for a load or you can charge based on the number of pallets you are receiving or number of pallets you are loading out so generally in warehouse it will be fixed but yeah like talking on the transportation side it can be dynamic so uh based on the current situation or i would say like there are a lot of attributes based on the availability of trucks or the fuel prices or the uh city to city charge 
there are let's say restrictions uh, on the border so you have to change the transportation service provider so yeah i would say like dynamic pricing is there on the transportation side but mostly in the warehouse it's fixed and it uh, will work on the contract so but yeah there are uh, places where you can amend the contract when there is a sudden jump in the prices so okay so these maybe these conditions are uh, accounted in the contract as well i i believe like, yes yeah, so okay. generally in contracts uh, this is mentioned but uh, mostly in warehousing side uh, there are like very less chances that the contract will be amended in between okay 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 uh okay garo the next question would be on the investment of these companies on future technologies like uh, goods to person or an automated conveyor so uh, so it's not necessarily a cost it's a capital a capex kind of thing but uh, like what do you feel about these investments yeah uh, so the automated systems like robots or agvs like yeah these are like the capital investment and again like uh, you have like the company has to make a huge capital investment when we are deploying the robotic technology but yeah there are like lot of benefits which you can uh, acquire out of this technology so like if you have uh, deployed uh, robots there are like uh, some advantages which you can gain out of it uh, there will be a, like a improved performance because of the robotics being involved your productivity will be increased since uh, the robots can work continuously for 24 hours like except the maintenance time which is required or the charging time so they have a like huge edge of over the humans but i would say like uh, when uh, robots are used side by side with the humans we can like both can increase the accuracy and accelerate the repetitive process also it uh, improves the working conditions uh, it reduces the risk of the accidents which can be involved when humans are uh, performing the operation one more thing which i would uh, like to add is like uh, the automotive technologies like uh, it reduces the number of errors uh, which are made as compared to the human so the work is done once instead of you have to do it multiple times also it, it like major part is like it cuts down the staff cost so uh, you will require like a minimal workforce when you're working with uh, robots uh, and even like uh, the main uh, pay or main cost which you have to pay for uh, the workers is during the weekends so in this case like robots since it can work 24/7 you you will save on the human workforce cost also on the weekend cost so weekend cost is like one of the big component in salary side yeah so i would okay. say like yeah, there, there are like a lot of uh, Uh, advantages of uh, using the automotive technology in the warehouse um, it might be the future of uh, warehousing 
Okay, Gaurav. So maybe it is an uh, inevitable change that all barrows might require, is what I understand. I would not say like it. Uh, all the warehouses would require that. It depends like how big uh, your customer or business is. So let's say if your okay. load is like two trucks or three trucks per day, I don't think you would require a robotic technology in that. Okay, but okay. if you have like huge loads like e-commerce where you have to serve thousands of orders uh, per day, there I would say like robotic technology will be required. Okay, okay. So it also depends upon the business model. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, Gaurav. Gaurav, this would be our final question. So what is your idea on how a warehouse will be functioning in next 10 years, say 2030? Oh, that's a good question. I would say like, uh, yeah, like there have been like uh, significant technological developments uh, which are emerging today. So that will for sure like shape the warehouse of the future. So this includes the artificial intelligence, machine learning, predictive analytics, autonomous vehicles, robots, drones. And one of the things which is uh, I am interested in is the 3D printing. So yeah, like in 2030, like, we can like see the warehouse uh, running without a human workforce. So our driverless vehicle coming to the warehouse, unloading happens to the conveyor and robots are doing the put away and picking part. After picking again, the material is placed on the conveyor and it directly loads into a driverless vehicle. So yeah, uh, I hope like this is achieved in uh, next what 10 years. Is, uh, science, science fiction uh, film, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I, I yeah. absolutely agree with you because uh, the last 10 years has had a tremendous change in warehouse because I have been into this uh, uh, sector for 10 years. And from where I started and where I am now, I could see a lot of change. So, yeah, I agree with you. Okay, Gaurav. So, I got to know a lot of things today. And it yep. was uh, great having you here with us, Gaurav. And uh, thanks again for this conversation. Yeah, thanks, Karthik, for arranging this podcast. And it was nice talking to you and share the experiences in the warehousing industry. Thank you so much, Gaurav. Cheers. Cheers, Karthik.